Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. If you want to call us, and Marcia is off today. She'll be back with us next Saturday. Uh, and I'm very happy to um, to talk to our next guest because I'm fascinated to find out what's going on in the world. Uh, Robert McMillan is a senior writer based in San Francisco. He covers computer security, writes about computer crime, security products, uh, the fight by IT professionals to stay ahead of the hackers. Uh, he's broken a lot of stories on bugs and, and busts and bad behavior in the computer world and and, uh, Robert, thank you for joining us. Delighted to have you here. Thanks for having me, Mark. Uh, so what is going on in the world? You know, I, I remember when I started on the air in ABC 12 years ago, uh, hackers and computer freaks and, and the, you know, black hat and white hat guys were out there, and they were doing it just because they could, just to kind of mess with your computer. But we've gotten way more serious than that through the years. What is the current threat, and, and what's going on? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, a couple of years ago, everybody was talking about how uh, people were no longer doing this type of stuff just, just to prove that they could, that everybody was doing it for the money. So we had the, you know, phishing was was uh, very popular, and uh, I did a lot of stories about people trying to steal your bank account number and things like that. And in the last couple of months, there's been another trend that, that uh, we've been talking about a lot more, and this is... Um, what they call the advanced persistent threat, uh, which is just another way of saying hacking for spying. And uh, the biggest story on this was uh, back in January, Google announced that it had been attacked by somebody. They didn't really know who. Uh, people suspected China. Um, there was a lot, of, a lot of questions about how far the, the attack went inside Google. But um, basically the takeaway from that was there are a lot of people out there who are trying to break into uh, companies and steal their corporate secrets. Which is frightening, actually. And, I mean, you know, you're talking about very... And aren't these systems generally considered to be ultra-secure when you're dealing with company-level security? Yeah, the systems, you know, uh, you, you think of the, the military and, uh, you know, a big company like Google, they really do have secure systems. The problem is that the human factor. And, you know, the, the suspicion is that the way people broke into Google was they uh, maybe uh, friended them on a social net, some Google employees on a social network, uh, sent them an attachment, said, you need to look at this. They did what's called social engineering. And it turns out that no matter how much money you spend on security, you know, building firewalls and locking down your systems, if people want to let somebody, if people want to do something stupid on their computer, they're going to. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to click on that executable file or do, you know, the extra steps required, to uh, to get hacked, that's going to happen, and it's a very difficult thing to uh, protect against. You know, even today, it surprises me when I drive around. Uh, you know, now that we all use smartphones, we've talked about a lot, and they have Wi-Fi attached to them. Uh, you know, matter. I mean, I'm driving on the freeway, and my phone comes up and tells me the guy next to me has got a Wi-Fi network that I can connect into, and often they're not secured networks. So, I mean, you know, are we getting smarter? I mean, I know I've been talking for years to people about secure your wireless networks. Uh, are we getting there, or are people just still ignoring it? Well, a couple of years ago, I wrote a story about how um, you know, there's a lot of talk about free Wi-Fi, and I and I uh, I was 
writing about how I didn't really need a, a free Wi-Fi program in San Francisco because I could just get free Wi-Fi from, from, from all my neighbors. I had right. about five open, unsecured wireless networks in, just available from my house here. Now there aren't any today. So I think people are learning the lesson that they need to lock down their networks I think on the wireless front, I think there are a lot of people, you know, if you're traveling and you desperately need to connect to the Internet and you see an open, unsecure network, you're, you know, you've, there, people will connect to those. And sometimes that, that can be a bad thing. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the security researchers I know have demonstrated time and again how it's possible to set up a fake access point in an airport or near, near a hotel People will connect to it. We know this. And when they connect, you can just, you know, if it's, if it's, unless they're using a, a virtual private network, you can just get everything that they're doing on the internet. You can get their passwords. You can, you know, break into their, their accounts and start doing all kinds of horrible things. I mean, it is amazing. I had, um, uh, one of my former co-hosts, Mark Oliski, who's a, just a great computer genius, was over, uh, at one point in studio with me doing this show, and I let him connect into the wireless network we had in the studio, and I said, you know, and as savvy as I am, I said, what can you see on my computer? And we brought it up, and he could see everything on my computer. I mean, yeah. you know, it's frightening. You know, if I store passwords, if I store credit card information, whatever I store, you're giving everybody access to everything that sits on that hard drive. Yeah, and and these, but you know, these wireless threats they they affect you if you have. If there's somebody who's determined to break into your computer. You know, they 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 can do that. But mm-hmm. the threats that I tell people to worry about are more these sort of pervasive, you know, m- malicious websites that are going to attack your your browser or try to attack some out of date component on your computer. You know, I think those are the things that people really need to worry about today. It's uh, we we you know we, every week there are just t- uh, tens of thousands of people that are getting hit with these uh, you know what they call drive by downloads or some people even will be tricked with uh, malicious attachments. I mean, the last year there have been a lot of people sending out these uh, maliciously encoded PDF documents, for example, yeah. and they, you know, you just click open the PDF and that's it. You're compromised. You know, yeah, I mean, I have, uh, I, you know, you always hate to say this, it's like I haven't had a ticket in a year and suddenly the cop's behind you, but in all my life of using computers, I've never been attacked by a virus. One, I obviously use precautions, I use antivirus software, and I never ever open anything that I don't recognize as a safe thing. Now, you know, sometimes you're lucky and sometimes you're smart, but what do you recommend for people that are just using a regular computer and not, and and I want to talk to you about the Microsoft Siemens situation, but what do you recommend? Well, there are a couple of things. I mean, you know, risk is always about trade-offs. So if you're going to, if you're going to be secure, it's going to be incredibly inconvenient. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing that people could do that would, um, would would avoid a lot of trouble is uh you know the obvious stuff is just keep all the components of your software up to date make sure that you have you know and it's not just you not just about making sure you have the windows updates coming through but you right. need to make sure that you know your version of reader is up to date that your version of java is up to date that's a lot of people get attacked through um uh, you know older versions of java mm-hmm. um, and then uh you know one thing one thing that i do uh in the last year uh, you can disable JavaScript in your in your Adobe Reader software. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know about this, and not a lot of people do it. But there, I'd say about fifty percent of the malicious file attacks in the last year have been these, you know, these malicious PDF uh, uh, files that get emailed to people, and they open them. And if they if they had disabled JavaScript 
they wouldn't have been compromised. So that's one thing you can do. Um, sometimes, you know, if I, if I get a document and I'm just not sure about it, I'll forward it to Gmail and read mm-hmm. it through Gmail, get, you know, get, get, have some other kind of reader open it than the one that is probably targeted. So. Yeah, that's so, an interesting idea. Yeah, so if it's a Word document, you know, you can download the software called Open Office and open, you know, open up uh, your documents in that. But that's just when you kind of have, when you sort of think it's okay, but you aren't 100% sure. You know, if you get something that, really seems dodgy you just i just write the person back and say you know who are you <laughs> why are you sending me this you know uh it's really it's really depends how paranoid you want to be uh and i think in most cases you probably should be because it, it makes a lot of sense to you know certainly the different things that can happen to your computer that you it would be <laughs> it's better to be cautious than to ruin your computer and have to rebuild it after it's all done you know, ten years ago, the bad guys—they—they they wanted everybody to know that they had been hacked. They would right. pop up funny messages on your screen, or it would be Im- immediately evident. Nowadays, it's the reverse. They actually don't want your computer to 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 show any signs of being hacked. So it's 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 almost scarier. You know, you you um you could be totally compromised and not even realize it. Yeah, it, it actually is frightening. Now, uh, I want let's uh, we may have to go to break while we're talking about this, but let's talk about what what happened with Microsoft and Siemens this week. Well, um, l- last uh, Thursday, uh, the news broke that there was a, a new uh, vulnerability in Windows in all versions of Windows uh, that affected what's called uh, Windows shortcuts. Now, these are the little icons that pop up on your screen when you, uh, you know, when on, on your desktop you might have an icon that represents Internet Explorer or uh, Firefox or something like that. And there was a vulnerability in the file format they use to um, display these that allowed somebody to basically take over your computer just by sending you um, uh, a, mal- a sort of a malformed uh, uh, version of one of these Windows shortcuts. Uh, when it first broke the... Um, the the, mal- the malicious software was being spread via USB. So you'd put in a USB key into a computer, mm-hmm. you'd take a look at what's on that USB key, and you'd be compromised just by looking mm-hmm. at it. Wow. And so it was spreading, but, you know, USBs are kind of slow. It's not like these worms we saw, you know, five years ago that spread over the Internet. It's, you know, they'd have to infect another USB key on the machine and have to move around. So right now they think that maybe, I don't know, 20,000 computers have been affected by it, but... The vulnerability itself is very um, is, is is very bad. Uh, it's it's very unusual to have a zero day, you know, an, a, a brand new vulnerability that affects all versions of Windows. And uh, the security experts I've been speaking with are worried that um, it's going to be it's going to sort of be, uh, be tweaked a little bit. And there are, there are other ways that it can be used to spread. So um, there, you know, pretty much everybody expects this is going to be a really common form of attack in the next uh, month or so. And there's sort of a race on right now to see whether the bad guys will start using it, you know, in, in mass or Microsoft will patch it first. Because yeah. because if it does get used, uh, you know, there, there are scenarios where it could be used uh, where you get sent to, uh, to, a, to a website and it somehow triggers it or it gets triggered via email or something like that. And if that happens, uh, it could start affecting a lot more people. 
And do you see, and we may have to come back for a break on this, but with, with all the new devices like the iPad and, and our cell phones, uh, when I come back, I, I want to ask you, do you think, are those safe devices to use? Do we have to worry about the threats on those kind of devices? And uh, are computers and laptops being used less because of that? I know I use mine. So, Robert, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, don't go away. 877-474-3302 if you want to talk to us. Lots ahead. Don't leave us by the week coming up after 1.30. We will be right back on Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. A connected world is coming. Are you the decision maker at home or in the office? Are you looking for products to automate everyday tasks? Are you a professional who needs to keep up on the latest technology? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, Connected World Magazine is for you. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com to subscribe today. Connected World is the new go-to magazine for connected devices, and the launch issue will be available this July. Subscribe today and pay only $9.95 for a one-year subscription. Get connected now. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com and click on subscribe today. And follow us on Twitter at ConnectedWMag. Finally, guaranteed health insurance at TalkHealthPlans.com. That's right, guaranteed coverage for you or your family. Government health insurance is still years away. At TalkHealthPlans.com, you can get a free online quote in just minutes. No hassle, and best of all, it's guaranteed coverage when you log on to TalkHealthPlans.com. As a courtesy, receive a free prescription card immediately to use at over 50,000 pharmacies where you can save up to 50% on medications. And that's just for getting a quote from TalkHealthPlan.com. Even in this tough economy, you and your family can still have affordable health insurance and the peace of mind that goes with it. Don't let pre-existing conditions prevent you from getting affordable health insurance now. If you or someone you know does not have health insurance, send them to TalkHealthPlans.com. That's TalkHealthPlans.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com 
Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. Marsha is off this week. We'll be back with us next week. We're talking to uh, Bob McMillan, who's the senior writer um, based up in the Bay Area, San Francisco, covering computer security and uh, works with IDG, International Data Group. Um, and so, Bob, tell us, with the plethora of new devices, cell phones, iPads, uh, netbooks, are the concerns the same for these kind of devices? Yeah, I mean, the, the concerns are, are the same. It's They, they can be hacked. Uh, there are researchers who have done sort of academic-type work that have found all kinds of ways to break into them. The problem is that, you know, with Windows, if you write one attack, you're going to get hundreds of millions of people. Right. If you write an iPhone attack, uh, you know, you're, it's a much smaller audience. And to date, the, the con- conventional thinking on this has been, these, you know, the, the the crooks that are doing this kind of malware are so lazy that they're not gonna, <laughs> they're not gonna, why, you know, why change anything? They're already right. breaking into tons of systems by just targeting Windows. Now, with this Windows shortcut attack from, you know, that I've been writing about this week, the conventional wisdom got shaken a little bit because, it, you know, this this was the kind of attack that would be would would easily have been able to to infect a lot more people, but it turned out that the the, the code behind the attack was designed to, to hit what um, these sort of industrial management systems, of which there are maybe, I don't know, 50,000 Windows-based versions of this uh, worldwide. So it was, it was uh, an incredibly sophisticated attack, obviously took a lot of uh, expertise and time to develop, mm-hmm. and it targeted a very, very small amount of users, which I found fascinating. I, yeah. you know, I haven't written about something like that uh, this year is, is one of the most interesting attacks I, I've, I've seen. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting, and, and we've talked a lot. I mean, uh, Mac, I was never a Mac user. I was always a PC guy, and, and frankly still am, until I got the iPad and, and used that more often than I use my uh, laptop these days. But we always used to say, you know, Mac... Uh, users are very smug about the fact that we, you know, we never get viruses on our Mac, but it's mostly, as you say, because there's just not as wide an audience. These, you know, I've been talking to to customers of Siemens, the the company that made the software that was attacked this week, and they, you know, they they work in this industrial automation environment. They 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 run computers that make factories work, and they basically had that same attitude. You know, it's like we never that we we don't get attacked. People don't know how to write malicious software for for our our platform, and I don't know that they felt that necessarily the the platforms were more secure, but they were just. They were out of sight, you know, and I think that's been the case with the Mac for a while. It's interesting. It's definitely not out of sight anymore, um, but the, the bad guys haven't really gone after it uh, as much as, the, as they probably could. All right, the million-dollar question. What do you personally use? Do you use an antivirus? If so, which one do you like? I mean, th- this debate has been going on forever. You know, uh, I think they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. <laughs> you know, I think that... The, 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 the main, the main, you know, I think that it's behavior, it's all about your behavior nowadays. I mean, you need to have antivirus, it's, but it's, it's the backstop. It's not what's going to protect you from the, the front line of attack. What's going to protect you is just being smart online. And that means, you know, I use a, I use something called NoScript on Firefox. And that, uh, that, uh, keeps me safe from the vast majority of web-based attacks because, mm-hmm. 
uh, I get to decide if I, you know, it also, by the way, makes it really, really difficult to, to view some really dynamic sites. You know, right. if, my, if my daughter went to Barbie.com on my computer, she would just freak <laughs> out because nothing would work right. <laughs> but That's, that's but dangerous. Safe. You know, so I, I'm, I'm happy to make that, that trade-off. I'm happy to have sort of a, those, I have to take those extra steps. You know, my wife, too, she uses my computer, and she's just like, how can you stand this? It's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. But I feel, you know, I, I understand these attacks, and I know that just... Getting rid of this this scripting in my browser is 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 you know effective against a large majority of these web attacks. And it's again, and it comes down to these attachments as well. You know, so you're going to double click on that attachment. You better know what you're doing. Yeah. Now you talked a little bit about disabling uh, Java. What what does that do to the user if they disable Java? Well, uh, you know. Um, I think your, 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 your Facebook, we'd have some problems with that because, uh, I, well, personally, I, I was talking about disabling JavaScript, sure, which JavaScript, isn't the same right. as Java. Right. Uh, some, some security people say get rid of Java, you don't really need it, but there, there, you know, there, there are apps that you use that are Java based and I, I don't do that. But what I do is I, I use this, this NoScript technology, which by default just disables JavaScript and then it gives me some choices. If I go to a website, if there's a website like CNN.com that I'm using all the time, mm-hmm. it says, do you want to just allow it to run JavaScript? And I go, yeah, sure, I trust those guys enough that I'm going right. to do it. But then if I go to a, a website that I'm not familiar with, it'll, it'll kind of say, like, do you want to run JavaScript here or not? And it gives me the option to say, okay, I'll just run it this once, or I don't want to run it. Um, but it sort of puts the the power in you know about whether I'm going to potentially get compromised back in my hands mm-hmm. and out of the the bad guy's hands. And what I get out of this is that we need to be cautious at Barbie.com. Well, apparently, uh, I have a friend who did some research, and Barbie.com uses enough power to uh, I think it's the power like a. 60 or 80 watt light bulb or something like that <laughs> when you're on it there's just like crazy amounts of scripting and if you want to have some fun just just uh, put on your system monitor and go to barbie.com and see how much of your cpu uh it takes up it usually is a pretty dramatic and noticeable spike wow and what do you recommend for protecting uh smartphones or ipads i mean i know that i've seen some software that you can get on your smartphone is there something you should use for that you know, I've not seen enough attacks out there to really justify that right now. You know, uh, yeah, there's probably software you could buy, but, um, you know, if, if nobody, no, nobody's really attacking them, so. So you don't really I don't, have to be I don't too think concerned it's about. worth the money, you know. It's, it's just, it's, it's again, if you just are, are smart about what you're doing, uh, that, that's, that's probably what you need. But who knows, you know, uh, two, it's probably been four years now people have been predict- predicting mobile attacks or smartphone attacks. And, you know, there have been a couple, but there's been, there's been nothing really widespread and super dangerous. Well, good stuff. And, and where can we follow you and, and get the information and know what's going on? Well, uh, my stories appear on PC World, Computer World, Mac World, all of those websites. Um, and do you have your own website we can look at? Uh, I have a blog on CSO. CSO Magazine. And Twitter, you are on Twitter at? Uh, Bob McMillan. Bob McMillan, easy enough. And That's uh, the best way. <laughs> okay, that's the best I, way to follow what you're I tweet all the, yeah, all the new stuff. Uh, it goes up on Twitter fast. And congratulations, because in 2010, you were named one of the top computer security journalists in the country by Sands Institute. So uh, congratulations for that. Uh, thank you, Mark. Does that come with like a million-dollar prize, like the, uh, you know, uh, the Nobel Prize? It came with a very heavy 
paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's almost as good as getting a million or two million bucks for that. I'll uh, take it. Yeah, there you go. Bob Agulian, thank you so much for joining us. Again, uh, security expert, and thanks for the insight. We appreciate you being with us. Hey, Mark, it was great talking to you. Thanks Take for care. Me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, it's good stuff. I mean, you know, you just have to be so cautious and so careful these days about using the Internet. And as I said, and as Bob said, it, it's all about caution. It's all about not opening. I mean, even as much as the birthday greeting card that you get, you know, oh, congratulations. You know, we all get excited because we see a birthday card. And, you know, maybe it's not your birthday. You think, oh, somebody know, you know remembers me three months ahead of my birthday. Those are the kind of things that you have to be careful about. You know, often it's see nude pictures of some celebrity. And you go, well, you know, I want to, you immediately can't get to your computer fast enough to, to click on those. Those are often the way that they title those things. Uh, you have to be careful about that. There's still the, for those of you who remember the, what they used to call the Nigerian scam, which is you would get a letter from someone in a foreign country that would say, I have $10 million. I can't keep it. I have to send it to the United States. So would you funnel this money for me? Uh, and I will give you $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever it is part of that percentage of, of the money that I received for this and in return you just have to send me your banking information and oh yeah you know to facilitate it can you send me ten thousand dollars because I need to set up the bank account that way and you send them the ten thousand dollars and they disappear now well this has been going on for as long as I've been on the radio so they are getting more detailed. I got one the other day. It was the most detailed one I'd ever seen. Uh, my husband is dying of cancer or died of cancer, and now I have. And there was this whole backstory, you know, that you were going to send me the $150 million. So please acknowledge this email. And I sent an email back saying, show me the money. And I haven't heard back from them yet. So, uh, But there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. So just be ultra careful in the way you do that. Be ultra careful in the way that you open up things on the Internet. And I guarantee I mean, if you do those, you probably don't really need antivirus software. Uh, as Bob said, I think you will probably find that uh, pretty much anyone works. For many years, I had issues with Norton Internet Securities. I found it crashed my computer way up more often than it actually helped. I think in the last year or two, they have certainly gotten better. Uh, but I think it is something that uh, that you just have to be cautious about. Okay, let me tell you the rest of the Twitter twin, Twitter trends, uh, Twitter twins. Uh, let's see the next. Next one was, if you knew me, number six, if you knew me, people are tweeting about the MTV original series, if you really knew me. Uh, number seven, and this is a nice one, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela ce- celebrated his 92nd birthday this week. Uh, terrific man. Uh, number eight is soccer and football, and that, as you would expect with everything that's been going on. A variety of tweets about various soccer players, most notably Ricardo Gomez, I guess Gomez, uh, Martin Yol, I'm sure I'm butchering these names. Uh, number nine, Tour de France. Lots of controversy going on about Tour de France and endlessly uh, talking about drug usage and people that have been booted from that. Uh, Lance Armstrong has been accused of using drugs. He's denied it. They've never approved it. So Tour de France has been very pop- popular. And uh, Number 10, Shini, which is the South Korean boy band, releasing a teaser for the new uh, album Lucifer. Great. Shows a new and daring side of Shini with extremely vogue hairstyles. So that is the top 
Twitter trends this week. When we come back, we're going to do the buy of the week, and Richie and I are going to debate the PC versus the Mac, and maybe even throw a little bit about the iPad. So don't go away. If you want to call us, 877-474-3302. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. On WS Radio, we are the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hi, I'm Dr. Gail Carson. As a three-time breast cancer survivor, I've gained some insights that I would love to share. My Surviving Breast Cancer show on WS Radio is here to provide tips and an encouraging word. If you or someone you love is facing the challenges of breast cancer, this show and my supporting tools will help. Listen 24-7 at wsradio.com forward slash SBC. That's wsradio.com forward slash SBC. From the newest Apple iPhone to the latest BlackBerry, Droid, or iPad, businesses are racing to use smartphones to provide content to their customers in real time to make informed decisions. Is your company positioned for the mobile application market? Is your website mobile compatible? WS Radio is proud to partner with one of the leading mobile software companies in the world. MentorMate has been programming mobile solutions since 2001 with 10 years of mobile application development experience. They provide companies with a broad range of services from creating custom iPhone apps to full-service custom software development. Because of their proven experience in the evolving mobile application market, MentorMate is leading the way with battle-tested solutions. Beware of startups. Experience is what counts. Go with a proven leader. For a free consultation, go to mentormate.com forward slash voice of mobile. That's mentormate.com forward slash voice of mobile. Over the summer, two and a half months of what a child learned in school can leak away. Drip, drip. So call Sylvan at 888-259-8444 and turn summer learning loss into a gain. Sylvan's in-depth assessment pinpoints exactly what skills your child needs so we can tell you're a personalized program unique to your child. In just three hours a week, over 12 weeks, you'll see the results in your child's math or reading performance, improving one grade level guaranteed. So call Sylvan today, 888-259-8444. Navy Mutual Aid Association has been serving military and their families since 1879, and we've come a long way. Our products include insurance and annuities with no sales commissions or loads to pay. At NavyMutual.org, you may obtain a quote and apply for the insurance right online. Navy Mutual is a nonprofit veteran service organization, not a commercial insurance company. Coverage is available to you and your family if you are serving on active duty or retired from the sea services. NavyMutual.org, insuring those who serve. Guaranteed health insurance at TalkHealthPlans.com. What? You heard me. Guaranteed health insurance at TalkHealthPlans.com. Starting at just $99 a month, you can have guaranteed coverage for you and your family and get a free prescription drug card just for checking it out on TalkHealthPlans.com. That's T-A-L-K HealthPlans.com. 